This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. And welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex in the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host. Now, for those of you listening for the first time, we'll be watching through the entire series of Sex in the City, and each week I'll have a brand new spanking guest to join me. Now, this week we have an amazing guest for you, Nicole Rochelle, and we'll be watching season two, episode seven, entitled The Chicken Dance. If you like what you hear, I want to show us some love. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos in the City or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. Now, if you haven't done so already, please go and like and rate and subscribe. Leave us a review. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any thoughts, opinions, ideas, or whatever, you can email us at CosmosInTheCity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Are you guys feeling saucy? Saucy is beer, wine, and spirits ordered online and delivered directly to your door. You stay in and order a drink, watch some Sex in the City, no delivery fees, no minimums, order the drinks you want, and in 30 to 60 minutes, have a drink at your door or schedule alcohol delivery when it's best for you. Plus, they have snacks, mixers, and more, all available for delivery in less than an hour. To get alcohol delivered to your door and to save 10% on your order, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash saucy. That's boardwalkaudio.com forward slash saucy, S-A-U-C-E-Y. All right, go check it out, guys. This show is brought to you by Boardwalk Audio, and they've got a lot of other awesome podcasts, so head over to boardwalkaudio.com to check them out. And if you like the show and want to support it, the best way to do so is by shopping. You just go to boardwalkaudio.com slash cosmos, click on the Amazon logo to the left, and start shopping. That's it. Uh, we'll also put a link in the show notes. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the episode. Cheers. All right. Well, welcome to Cosmos and the City. Today, we are talking about Season 2, Episode 7, The Chicken Dance, and I have a very special guest, Nicole Rochelle. Yes. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Correct. Okay, you Nicole got it. Rochelle. Awesome. Here, cheers. Cheers. This is your recipe, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. It's okay. It's tangy. <laughs> yeah, it's a little tangy. I use... Uh, Grapefruit juice? No, it's like pure cranberry juice. Oh. So it's not like cocktail. The good stuff. Yeah. Like, that's healthy for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> this probably is not healthy for you, but... Uh, it's a balance. <laughs> yes. Life is all about balance. And lime juice and... Mm. Like, those are fruits. Those are fruits. <laughs> They're healthy. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Nicole, uh, tell us about yourself. Oh, well, um, I am an actor first. And, well, that's what I started when I came to L.A. for. And then I started writing and producing and I hope I get to direct one day. But right now I am producing and writing a web series and acting in it. And then um, the big, big project that I'm buried in right now is um, a feature that uh, my partner, Seth Russell, wrote, and I'm producing it with him. Nice. It's it's a lot. It, to learn <laughs> how to produce a feature is ridiculous. 
Very cool. The explanation. We talked earlier about um, computer tabs mm. and why I have 35 tabs open on my computer at all times is because I'm trying to learn how to be a producer. I feel like that's how all producers learn to be producers, right? I hope so. I hope so. That yeah. would be very reassuring if that was the case. You learn by doing. Very true. Yeah. And I'm going to learn like everything, all the nitty gritty because I have to that's or awesome. else I'm not going to get it done. Yeah, and also, you know, part of making a movie is also the promotion of it. And like we were just talking about social media and all that stuff. And I'm sure you're probably learning about how to do that for the film as well. I've put that off because I, <laughs> uh, I don't enjoy that portion. But marketing, yes, marketing is going to be a big part of it. And in and, and distribution, and now it's like distribution is like the Wild West now because and so many people aren't going through the usual channels of the big distributor. They're going all over the place, you know, and using different aggregators and and their own promotion, their own websites, their own, you know, there's just so many platforms now to get your work shown. And so that's <laughs> chaos. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll get to the marketing part. Eventually, I'll probably make it last on the list. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when it's finished, at least. Right. Yeah, we're so <laughs> far from that. We just finished our, our budget and... Um, starting to get a kind of a schedule together because we were um, applying for a, to get a film grant. So nice, yeah, free money. Well, congrats! <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, what is uh, let's talk about Sex in the City. Yep. Um. So, what is your uh, background with Sex in the City? Okay, so I definitely put off watching Sex in the City for a long time, <laughs> thinking like I don't know, I was too like cool and too much of a tomboy to watch Sex in the City. Not true. Um, the first time I ever watched it was my cousin. She had borrowed the whole big set, the big right. giant like Bible of Sex and the City, and just turned it on. And she fell asleep, and I stayed up until like 3 in the morning just like binging. And I was like, okay, this show's pretty good. I dig it. And you can kind of get through um, the first season or two pretty quickly because mm-hmm. they're only like 22 minutes long each yeah. episode. You can fly right through it. Yeah. You don't even realize it's 4 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden the sun's coming up and you're like, oh, shit. Well, cool. So um, so you liked it, obviously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really clever and very, very relatable, actually. And I found myself bobbing between all these characters, which... Yeah, I think a lot of people do. They're like, oh, I see myself a little bit there. And, oh, I do that. And, oh, I've said that. You know? Yeah, between the four of them, they really do kind of relate to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little bit of everybody. Yeah. It's like the one, it's like one woman split into four yes. pieces. Yeah. You know, and when they come together, it's like that a one complex woman that we are. Yeah, they're a force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So, oh, were you living in Los Angeles? Um, when you were watching it, no, I was I was living in Washington State, and I was visiting my cousin in Oregon, um, and so I I wasn't I. But since then, I've watched episodes here in LA. Yeah, I I like the uh, the LA episodes. Those were fun. <laughs> yeah, because uh, before you know, I, I had never been to LA, and I'd seen those episodes, and then. Watching them here, I was like, "Oh, I know where that is." Right, you know, it's totally different. Yeah, it's even <laughs> even more another layer of relatable on yeah. top of it, and exciting because it feels like you're more part of it. Right, you're a little more connected to it. Cool. Well, let's talk about the chicken dance. Okay, um, or or at the chicken dance because right. I think there's a question mark on that episode title. Well, it's weird because <laughs> so Terrence, the producer, when he gave me the show notes, like it had the question mark beside it, 
But on my copy of the DVDs that I have, there was no question mark on the episode. Mm. So that's why I was confused. Okay. (laughs) I don't know then. I have no clue. I guess it could be either one and you interpret it what the chicken dance means to you. Yeah. How you want. Because this was a conversation Seth and I got into when we watched the episode is what the chicken dance meant, like what chicken dance meant within the episode. Right. And how that was like, like how, what was the symbolism of chicken dance? Well, what'd you guys come up with? Because we can talk about, you know, the episode in its entirety. We don't have to go in order. Okay. I don't want to hijack your (laughs) segment though. So I was like, oh, chicken dance, you know, because the wedding, you know, weddings, they do the chicken dance. Right. He went to another level. He was like, well, I think it's more of like, like, you know, like, well, he went chicken fight kind of thing. Like, mm. who's going to win? Who's going to hold on the longest? Or who's going to advance quicker within relationships? And like, or maybe who's going to chicken out or something? I don't know. Yeah. I kind of thought it was more like talking about like Big and Carrie's relationship. Like, because he's kind of being a chicken mm-hmm. about really being a couple. Right. And so I see it there. So that's the chicken dance. Big is doing the chicken dance. Yes. (laughs) Around the relationship. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. So let's do like a quick synopsis of the show. So it starts out, Miranda is decorating her brand new apartment and her interior designer, Madeline Dunn, um, is helping her out. And she's getting her apartment redecorated because her friend, Jeremy Fields, is staying with her for like a week uh, mm-hmm. from out of town. And um, yeah, so that's... <laughs> yeah, and you know, it was I guess I didn't see that right. Like when I was watching it, I thought there was a thing between the Jer- uh, Jeremy friend and Miranda. And so then when when, you know, the interior designer comes in, and just swoops, and it's automatic, and there's just no regard for poor Miranda. I'm like, I thought they had a something. Is there any etiquette? Right. Is there not etiquette nowadays where you don't just jump on yeah, the woman I, that walks in the room? I kind of think Jeremy's a jerk. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, because even Miranda was like, oh, I'm so excited because all our emails have been kind of like borderline flirtatious. Right. And so obviously he had been flirting with her. Right. And it's just, yeah, you're going to stay at this girl's... I mean, yeah, a grown man and a grown woman are staying together for a week in the same apartment and there's not something happening. Right. But yeah, as soon as this, like, he meets Madeline after two seconds and then it's like, bam. Yeah. Screw Miranda. So rude. (laughs) Yeah. Poor Miranda just kicked right to her own curb. Yeah. Her own apartment. Her own brand new apartment. Yeah. So mean. Hijacked right in her own apartment. And he he hijacks, because I guess they were going to go out you know, to dinner. Yeah. And he invites Madeline to go with them. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, in love or not, like, there's there's etiquette. Yeah. And there's manners. He doesn't and, have them. Yeah, it's like, maybe we should date after I'm not staying in Miranda's apartment for a week. Maybe we should wait until I'm not staying in another woman's apartment to go on a date. Yeah, yeah. super weird. And then they end up on this, like, date, all three of them together. Mm-hmm. I would, I don't know how long I'd be sitting there if I were Miranda. I don't think I would have gone. Right. I think I would have been like, oh, you know what? I just forgot about some brief I had to work on. Why don't you two guys go? But I think that's the slippery slope of like when you're in an undefined thing or something's new or you want to be 
open and not too like I'm not insecure. I'm not. I'm not jealous. I can let a friend come on a date, right? right. It doesn't bother me. I'm cool yeah. because it's like, well, we haven't defined it yet. We're not dating, dating. So I guess it's not. And then it just spirals. Yeah, your idea is better. Making up an excuse and not going. I wouldn't have gone, or I would have been like, oh, well, why don't? Because Miranda knew Madeline through Charlotte. So mm-hmm. I would have been like, let me, yeah, okay, let me see if Charlotte's sure, available right. to come on. You know That's what I mean? I would have invited more people. We did a group thing. Yeah. Not just three. Because yeah. we know what happens with three. <laughs> Somebody's always There's a third wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then um, Carrie is still dating Big. Mm-hmm. And we have this wonderful toothbrush scene. Oh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> The wonderful, can I leave my toothbrush at your house? Can I share a toothbrush? Do you have an extra toothbrush? The whole toothbrush. Mm, The toothbrush. The toothbrush theme of every, (laughs) the the toothbrush stage of every relationship. Yeah, uh, it's true. Every relationship has that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When when is it, when do we like, are so close that you can borrow my toothbrush or is that just never going to (laughs) happen? A little sweet story about Terrence, uh-huh. um, when we got to our toothbrush moment, he actually, like, that morning, like, went out to the store and, like, one of these, like, little bodegas. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they call them in California. In yeah, New York, they're bodegas. They markets. I think <laughs> yeah, just markets. Call them markets. Okay. And um, he brought a one of those little kid toothbrushes that had like <laughs> Big Bird on it. It had like a, t- a suction cup attached to the back so you could stick it to the mirror. Yeah, and, like, something like that. And he was like, this is the only one they had, but here's a toothbrush for oh you. Oh my God, that's really cute. <laughs> so cute. That is really sweet. That's a good toothbrush moment. Yeah, I bet he doesn't even remember that. He probably does. Mm. Sometimes they're surprising, <laughs> especially when they do something that cute. They like bank it so they can bring it up later. Like, remember yeah. when I do that cute toothbrush thing? Yeah. Don't be mad at me for the other thing. I did. <laughs> right. Yeah, but the the toothbrush moment is strangely important for some reason. I don't know if that's because of shows that started it, or because it was such a real moment in so many couples' dating, you know, history that it became a moment. But I. I I remember. I remember the toothbrush moment in mine. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. What is it? It was. It was. He just. Ha- he had an extra, which I was already kind of impressed that he had extra toothbrushes. <laughs> I was like, "What a man! What a grown up!" <laughs> nice. <laughs> he has a spare toothbrush, and then it was. It was purple, and he put it in his, like his. Um, little cosmetic, or not cosmetic bag, but his like toiletry bag. Yeah. He had like hanging. And he's like, I'm going to put it right there and that's your spot. for your-. And I was like, I have a spot. I have a toothbrush <laughs> spot. That means I'm going to be back nice. several times. Yeah, <laughs> at I least, was. you know, for yeah. a little while. <laughs> for a little while, yeah. I have my own toothbrush now. I mean, I got to come back. Yeah, that's that's true. It's <laughs> like, well, with the toothbrush, it's going to get lonely. It's going to get neglected. It's yeah. going to get dusty. It's not like a one-use toothbrush. No, multiple. Those <laughs> things are made for three months max. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, so he, Big gives it to her, the, the pink mm-hmm. brush head mm-hmm. for his toothbrush. Yeah, and it definitely meant a lot to Carrie. You could, you know, that was very obvious. And I always wondered, and you brought this up with Terrence, do they do they realize at all what that means to them? Like, is there any thought really towards, are they just, you know, just like puppies? They're just in the moment and they're just... 
Hmm. I don't know. I think so. I think they know that it's kind of a moment. Do they know it's a moment to us or is it so that they... Because I know there's probably a lot of guys who fear the toothbrush moment because they know what it means to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to think in our cases, they were happy about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were like, here's the toothbrush. Like, Yeah. There's excitement probably mixed with fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does this mean? I'm what is she going to think? Yeah. Now she's going to think she's going to come back all the time to use the toothbrush, which is true. Yeah. It's not like we have our own at home. No. We have to come and use this I one. I have to. It's the, the only toothbrush one. in the world. <laughs> it's the best one. And it's one. purple, so. <laughs> and Big Bird on it. Um, yeah, so I just love it when Carrie picks them up, like the blue one and the pink one, and she does like a little dance with them. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> I'm God. just like, oh, my. We're all little girls inside <laughs> playing house with even just toothbrush heads. It starts with Barbie and Ken, and then it's just toothbrush heads. Yeah. We start to really <laughs> settle for so much less. It's true. And she realizes that in the end of this episode. She does. At least it was an electric toothbrush. I mean, that's classy. That is classy. Yeah. I just got like a 99 cent yeah. medium bristle brush. <laughs> Terrence just recently got one of those water picks. Ooh, that's yeah. that's the Cadillac of toothbrushes. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It doesn't even brush, it just shoots water just shoots all over. Just water. Just high pressure water. It's like a power washer for your teeth. And it also has another head to it. So I've tried it and it takes a little getting used to because the first time I use it, it just water was everywhere. Because <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> just a tsunami, just, just a hurricane. Yeah, you have to keep your mouth shut because it just it just, it just goes everywhere. That sounds like, a, I'm already messy. Like Seth always makes fun of me when I wash my face because it's like a Neutrogena commercial every time. <laughs> I just throw water everywhere. I don't know how why I do it. I don't know how it happens, but there's water on the mirror, all over the sink, every time. But you're right. We grew up watching those Neutrogena commercials and we're yeah. like, this is the way it's supposed it's to be done. imprinted. Yeah, it's like, this is the way the girl did it on the TV. <laughs> so, this is the way to get glowing skin. Oh, yeah. Speaking of like a mess in the bathroom, I also just got, I tried that charcoal toothbrush mm. stuff, toothpaste stuff. Oh, my yeah. God. My sink just looks like a yeah, disaster that charcoal's, happened. Mm-hmm. Is it the powdered charcoal? Or yeah. Is it, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the powder just goes everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, it's not like any regular powder. It's like magic fairy dust charcoal powder that just like flies yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also really careful about it. But then like when I'm done, it's just like black specks everywhere. Yeah. There's no being careful with the charcoal. But it does work. It's so good for you. I've, I've drank it. I use it as a face mask. You can mix it into water and drink it and it's like detoxifies. I haven't done that stuff yet. But. It, it's not tasty. <laughs> it tastes like ashes. Yeah. And, uh, but, the tr- but the face mask is kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah, I haven't done that. I've seen that, though. That looks intense. Again, messy. You just might mm. as well just get the little packet ones that pull out and that look like Hannibal Lecter. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Those ones. Those just look like they're really hard to pull off. Does they're, it hurt? No, no, no. Not at all. Like, the ones I get, they just, like, actually you can't move too much because it'll fall off. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the ones that are, like, sh- the sheet masks with the eye holes okay. and the nose holes and all that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, I, you, you look freaky when you put them on, though. Like it's scary. I'm excited. I think there's like a little viral video going around where like this cat looks at her owner wearing one of those mm-hmm. face masks, and it just the cat has this crazy just look. Just has her a face. meltdown. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of horrifying. It's very much the Hannah Lecter mask. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So 
Well, we were talking about toothbrushes. I was like, how do we get from one thing to another? <laughs> um, let's talk about – well, we can't talk about that until we talk about – oh, yeah. So Miranda throws Jeremy a going-away party. He's mm. been staying at her house for a week. Yeah, super awkward, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Like, why does Miranda decide to throw this – Douchebag, a party. I don't know. Again, maybe trying to show she's cool or something. I guess. She's a friend. She's a good friend. I would have called it a housewarming party. Yeah. Not his going away party. Yeah, that was too generous. Yeah. But maybe that's like sort of the theme too, just like the generosity of like spirit, right? Of these women who are just like, oh, okay, I'll just... Give more time a little bit and a little more affection, a little more love and a little more. And then maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. If I do all around. of this, he'll come around. Oh, God. They never do, guys. Never do. <laughs> Which is maybe the big lesson and like just turn, you know, going inward, mm-hmm. you know, and focusing on what, what you want <laughs> in, in that moment. Have a housewarming party, not a going away party. Yeah, Totally. Um, but then it ends up being like his engagement party. Right. We find out he asked Madeline after a week of dating. Ridiculous. To get married. Yes. And she says yes. Yeah. And then love at first sight becomes sort of another question in, in the show, yes. in this episode of if that's real and if that's clearly what, if it is real, that's what happened. Because who gets engaged after a week? Right. Uh, I like uh, Samantha's point of view, and it's like, oh, please, it's just like justification of a week of having sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Samantha, always the voice of reason. Yes. She's the realist, like the grittiest realist. She's just like, says it exactly like it is. I think she's right. I think part of it, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. that they just were like, oh, wow, we're we're in this now. Like, Mm. Let's. You're single. I'm single. We're in our thirties. Let's get married. (laughs) Totally. That's pretty much it. And I do think like we get so so used to like conditioned to see things in certain respects. Like if you're with this person, you're crazy about, and you get married. Or if you're you know sleeping with them, you're together. And if you're sharing a toothbrush, you're in a committed relationship. Right. You know, it's like there's all these like (laughs) rules and boxes, and so people just like lean into them because it's like no, this is. This is what we've learned. This is part of it. This is all part of all, you know, Right. what's in this category of relationship. If we're doing this, then we're called this. Yeah. So so they're engaged. Yeah. They're good. They're engaged. <laughs> they're not married, married yet. Um, but they're getting married four weeks from then. Right. So Madeline has four weeks to plan this wedding. Mm-hmm. And she pulls it off, apparently. Mm-hmm. And um, Charlotte is one of the bridesmaids. Thank God it's a TV show, right? Because that's how you pull it off. <laughs> yeah. I was like, four weeks. I mean, yeah, I guess I could. I mean, can you even get like all the paperwork signed in four no. weeks? No. <laughs> like, it's magic. It's TV magic. Yeah. Although think. people get married in Vegas like that, you know. True. But I feel like Vegas is one of the only places yeah. that you can do that True. I think in the New York same day. are different. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't even think you can do that in Atlantic City. I don't think you can actually go and get married on the same day. I don't know. I've never been to Atlantic City. I've never been when I was old enough to have fun. 
<laughs> doesn't count. I went when I was like 18. And like we could walk into the casinos, but we couldn't like do anything. You could just get smoky smelling. Yeah, you could just exactly. Just smell like cigarette smoke, secondhand smoke. Right. Cause then you could still right. smoke in. So, right. So you get a little secondhand smoke action on your dress, and then you'd be like, yeah, partied. Yeah, I was here. <laughs> I saw the Monopoly names of the roads. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that either until I was there. I was like, well, there's Boardwalk, and there's Park Place, and there's what are the am other I, ones? <laughs> am I in the game Monopoly? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. I, and I think that's where Monopoly got all the names. The street names is from Atlanta City. I could totally be wrong, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that makes sense to me. But that's what I think. Yeah, it makes more sense. That makes more sense than the city naming its streets after Monopoly. Yes. (laughs) Though if a city was to do that, I would believe Atlantic City would do that. Yeah, that would be the one place that would be like, okay, yeah, I could do that. We can't come up with anything else. (laughs) So let's just do that. Um. Yeah, so Charlotte's a bridesmaid, and Madeline makes Miranda the guest book signer. Ouch. Right. Yeah. Gives her bottom of the barrel (laughs) duty. Right. And then she asks Carrie to write something to read at the wedding. Mm -hmm. A poem. (laughs) A beautiful poem. A poem. I actually really liked the poem. I liked that scene a lot. I liked the scene. I liked her kind of absorbing what was happening, what she was saying, how it affected her. You know, instead of just kind of reading it, she was really connected to it and and relating to it and going through that kind of like, you know, journey of emotions that, you know, the the waves of emotions and then having to just kind of pretend like, I'm just crying out of joy for your <laughs> blessed union. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy to me that big did that that his one why was his phone not on silent <laughs> like come on and two like really like do you not care about her enough to just watch your freaking poem that's yeah that's rough that's how that was hard to i would have been pretty hurt and I always go back and forth, though, because I am, like I kind of been mentioning with Miranda, it's like that, okay, I don't want to be overly controlling and, like, have have too high of expectations. You know, people right. are people, or you know, and, like, we're grown-ups, and, like, if you needed to take a call, you need to take a call. I'm not going to die if he doesn't hear my poem. But then it's then the other side of me is like, well, if he was reading something, you know, I would definitely... Be the biggest fan. I'd be in the front, you know, like with a lighter. Like, oh, yeah. Like, just like, oh my God, that was the best thing I've ever heard, you know. And and that's how Carrie feels about the whole relationship is that she's just more invested than he is. Right. And this is kind of a sign of that. But but she does try to play it cool. She's like, well, you did leave, yeah. you know, during. Right. She was, again, give, being generous. She was giving mm-hmm. another opportunity to be like, okay, I'm cool with that. But let's let's pick up. Let's do something here. Yeah, like, she was like, "Let's um, let's have a dance. That'll right. make it all up." And then I wrote it down. He says, <laughs> "I hate to dance while people are eating." Yeah, what? That's <laughs> ridiculous and very cringy. What? I know. And what she are you was talking about. I know that's such a <laughs> dumb thing to say. It's so dumb. And I, and again, I want to get like try to give guys credit. Maybe they just don't get it. They're not picking up on the signs. Maybe 
they're maybe I'm giving them too much credit. Maybe they know exactly what they're doing, <laughs> and they're just avoiding <laughs> dancing at a wedding because it's too much of a step. Like yeah. it's too intimate. Right. And I think that's also like the same. I think that's at the core of toothbrush moments is that they're intimate. And so is dancing at a wedding, you know, especially to a slow song. But the dancing is, it's intimate in public. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I think Big, when he's alone with Carrie, he's fine with that. Mm-hmm. He's great with it. Mm-hmm. But he still hasn't reached the point where out in public, he can be intimate with her. Right. Because that's just another level. Right. And that's people in general, the person they are out out in the world, as opposed to the people they are in private, they struggle with even that, those two lives. And then it's like, and then me in private with a relationship, me in public with a relationship. And yeah, I think think you're right because when you look at the scenes contrasting, because they had a lot of these contrasting scenes where they're in private, they're in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. and then they're sitting next to each other in bed while she's writing, you know, her her speech or her poem for the wedding and how he's loving and supportive there and sweet and cute. Mm-hmm. And then at the wedding, it's just kind of this little bit cold, little aloof, very aloof, you know, the, and that's so frustrating because I've been there. Yeah. You know, I think a lot oh. of us women have been there when it's just like, there's no consistency and we're trying to be patient with like, I get it here. But it's, it's just, I think it's just manipulative behavior. That's all it is. And it's really frustrating um, because they should be the same all the time. Yeah, and I feel like once once you're with somebody and you're you're out in public and they're being a douchebag, yeah, it's like oh no, Mm-mm. time yeah. to go. Yeah, right. Because that just shows a quality of character that's not there. I think it's I think it's just a I don't want to say weakness, but like it's it's just not it doesn't have integrity. They don't have integrity if if they right. can't be the same in private as they are in public, you know, it's like you're lacking integrity. And that's not a great characteristic no. when you're And it's yeah. like and and other people can see that. You yeah. know, you know, you can have friends tell you like, "Hey, there's something, you know, right. if you have honest friends, yeah. they'll tell you like, "Hey, you know, Big's being a jerk." But then that is that thing you say where it's like, but you don't know how he is when we're alone. Right, right, right. You don't know how he is when we're alone, you know? And it's like, should be the same all the the time. Should be the same all the time. Yeah. Big. Big. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But he also highlights, you know, I think male fears and their vulnerabilities and, you know, feeling like they're losing independence and... I mean, which is not true, but it's, you know. But he's not 25. No. You know, he's already been married before. That's very true. He's in his 40s. That's a good point. It's like, you know, it's <laughs> right. just like, come on. I forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like if he was like in his early 20s right. or whatever, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, because I'm thinking about the younger guys I have dated. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, they were still figuring out, adjusting to going from being 100% independent their entire life to now being part of something else, which freaks a lot of guys out. Right. Um, sharing, you know, their life and and uh, com- compromising or, yeah, not being – but you're right. He's in his 40s. <laughs> he's in his 40s. Right. And he's already been married, so he should be more adjusted to the idea. He should know the deal. Yeah, know the deal. And, and I think he does. Yes, I think he does too. He's just a big jerk. <laughs> In this episode, I think. Um, Mr. Big Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, 
Not a lot happening with Samantha. Oh, yeah. Well, the main thing that happens with Samantha. <laughs> a repeat. <laughs> yes. Yes. She meets this guy at the going away party. Right. Um, And they're having sex. And she realizes that she's had sex with this guy She's before. having sex deja vu. <laughs> yes. A deja fuck. Deja fuck. <laughs> yes, because he, I remember he said, it was probably a trigger because of what he said. He said, tug my hair, yeah. which is such a weird thing to say, first of all. Tug. <laughs> say pull if you're going to say it. But either way, it's weird. Don't ask for it. Just let it happen. Yeah. Um, but he said, tug my hair. And that's, I think, when it set in, like, because how often does a guy say that? So it would bring back memories. Right. Um, although I don't know how you forget you've slept with someone. Well. But like Carrie said, I don't think we're talking single digits anymore or something right. like that. Yeah. I mean, and also, yeah, I, mean, I think Samantha just slept with so many guys and that they're probably all like the same type of guy. Just blending together. They're blending <laughs> together. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought Samantha had more of a varied taste. I thought she was all over. Well, I guess after a while you have to because, you know. Well, she does. I mean, she she dates a woman for a little while. I remember that. Yeah. Um, she dates a really old guy, like, yeah. like 80s, 70s or 80s for Yeah. I guess she's searching. Which, yeah. What's going to work for me? <laughs> what's going to work? Yeah, that was funny. I, I There was a couple times where I was like – Related to Samantha, just in her realist quality, she's she's very honest yes. and to the point, and doesn't get too caught over. She doesn't really overthink. I don't see her overthink much. She's she's pretty certain and yeah. We see her overthink a little bit um, in the first season, but I think all the characters are still kind of trying to find like yeah. you know the core of them. Um, but definitely in the second season, third season, and so on, she's more like, this is me. Right. Here At I least as, as compared to the other girls, she's much less analytical or deep analysis of who she is. Yes. She's just more honest and... She's also older, you yeah. know? So she's had the time to figure that out. Yeah. Because I think that does take take time. <laughs> and to be, like, confident and secure in it, to announce it proudly. Yeah. And just yeah. be like, this is who I am. <laughs> Um, and then Charlotte, the main thing that happened with Charlotte is, uh, so one, she is very excited about this dress. Yeah. So, oh my God, that scene cracked me up when she was just so adamant. She's like banging the table adamant that she was, she was going to get attention this time around. Yeah. As a bridesmaid. She's wearing a sexy, um, black satin backless dress. Yes. Which to be honest, I didn't think was. I thought it was very classy. (laughs) But it wasn't as sexy as I no, thought it was going to be. That's the thing. It was oh. like elegant. It wasn't sexy. It okay. was elegant, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was very elegant. But I mean, it is Charlotte we're talking about. So her version of like sexy True. is probably not wearing a bra with a dress or something. Right. The low back was, was I think, what it was. The sexiest part of it. Yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, it's got a low back. Because she's so modest and demure. So I think for her to wear satin and black is like edgy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So then during the wedding, um, she ends up meeting one of the groomsmen, Martin, and they kind of start playing couple. Yeah, that whole love at first sight thing again, or infatuation, right? At first sight, and um, they end up like 
having sex, mm-hmm. <laughs> like upstairs in this hotel. I guess they're in. Yeah, I think it's like a kind of a, one of those mansion type things with the ballroom downstairs, and then like the suites upstairs. Right. Um. But yeah, they just did it on top of the bride and groom's rose petals. Which like. What jerks? Yeah, now the bride and groom are getting secondhand sloppy second rose petals. Yeah, it's that's gross. It's very rude. Yeah, rose petals wrinkle very easily. They're I don't all know. Smashed. I've never. <laughs> they get smashed very easily. So, well, hopefully rude. they won't notice. They'll be in such a passion. Also, like he was like spraying. Uh, the silly, oh, the silly string, string onto the bed. I was like, no, no, no. That's not what she said. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. Well, maybe that's also, like, the difference. She's between men and women. She's, like, sprinkling rose petals, and he's shooting silly string all over the bed. <laughs> Just, like, obvious. Okay. Men versus women. Yeah. And so then they come back down to the party, and um, she's worried because she's like, oh, my goodness. Have I made a faux pas? Mm-hmm. But then he's like, here are my parents. Right. She's like, oh, did I jump in too soon? Like that whole, like, if I if I give it up too soon, it'll make me look like, you know. But then, yeah, he's like, introduces her to his parents. Yeah. And so she's like, right on track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, And then she, the dad like, oh, can I dance with you, mm-hmm. Charlotte? And uh, they start dancing and then he grabs her ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just cops a feel. Yep. And she tries to tell Martin, and I feel like Martin's reaction is, like, really weird. Yeah, he was in deep denial about it. He just shut it down very fast, like, and got very angry at her. Like, that would never happen. Like, yeah. she just made it up out of nowhere. And I was like, do you not know your parents at all? Clearly. Know. Like, if that happened, I'd be like, yeah. That's expected. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, like, my parents, my dad, like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, you know, it was just a tap. I just, uh, yeah, a little friendly squeeze. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he definitely had no idea that his dad was uh, a horn dog. Yeah. And so Charlotte was left pitiful. <laughs> I don't know that the dad wanted to like sleep with Charlotte. I think nah, he just, it's like, just another generation where it's definitely not okay. But right, but they just know. yeah got to kind of touch and squeeze whenever they wanted. Yeah, and you know maybe women back then just went oh, well. Oh. Times have changed. Oh yeah, they have. <laughs> no one just squeezes your ass anymore and gets away with it. Well, we try. it's a committed <laughs> partnership. <laughs> Yes, and even then. <laughs> yeah, even then. You're like, I'm not He's in the like, mood. <laughs> yeah. He's like, is it okay if this, like, you know, Would he gets permission first. Would it be all right if first. I put a, my full palm on your buttocks, yeah. madame? <laughs> I suppose. I will allow it. I will allow it this time. But this is a one-time only. <laughs> not a free-for-all. Uh, oh, boys. <laughs> um, all right, so... I feel like that kind of sums up everybody's. Yeah, I mean, we can sum up Carrie and Big. Basically, Carrie kind of has this uh, conversation with Big at the end of the wedding, and she's like, "Look, you didn't want to put your name on the card. I don't think we want the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want someone that will be with me till the end. 
dot, 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 of a wedding. Right. (laughs) You know. I I think it was funny how she started that sentence and then ended it because I don't, I don't know if necessarily the end of the sentence was going to be of a wedding. And then she decided maybe I should just shorten instead of eternity. I want to spend eternity. I just at least want someone commit to one full event with me. Well, that's how that's how they broke up the first time, though. Yeah, that she was like, I need to know that I'm the one. Like if she had dot 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 ended it differently mm-hmm. the first season, <laughs> right? They right. probably wouldn't have broke up. So I think she was like, "Oh shit, I'm here again." I right. I'm not ready for this to end yet. I'm gonna quickly like <laughs> amend what I was just saying into something that is easier for him to swallow. Right. Yeah, which is unfortunate because that's not being honest. No, you know, she's not being honest, Mm-mm. and it's just to keep him longer. Which it's like if. If you have to do that to hold on to someone longer, then it probably isn't a healthy relationship to begin with. Right. And it's just extending the eventual breakup. <laughs> Which, yeah, it does. Yeah. It just extends it a little bit longer. And it's just a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we try to think that we're learning something in that time, right? <laughs> that we're learning about ourselves a little bit more, getting more clarity. I don't need to learn anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with learning. <laughs> I'm I'm still figuring it out. I've I've had, you know, quite a long history of relationships and I'm I'm still learning just because I think each partner teaches you different things. Yes. Um whether they're actively <laughs> teaching, right? Or they're just being themselves and you're learning because you're living alongside of them and and interacting with this person every day. But yeah, I I still, I'm still like tripping over my lessons, you know, mm-hmm. every day. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know that about myself. Okay. I'm still doing that. And it's great though, because it's good self-reflection. So if, if Carrie can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but does she? No, <laughs> I don't think she does. No. no. Yeah. I just mean like for me personally, I, uh, I, I feel like, I'm, I I want Terrence uh, to be the last one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't want to have to learn my lesson with him. Oh, right, right, right. And then go use all those lessons on somebody else. No, totally. And I do think, I totally get you. And I do think that ends. And and you can just keep learning with the same person. Yes. Right? You don't have to keep moving around and re, like, you know, you can find someone that is the perfect, like, support, but also... And like I, f- I feel that way with Seth, and he and I talk about this. Like we, do, our strengths and weaknesses are pretty opposite, mm-hmm. but we're fairly clear about what those are with each other, and so we know when you know we know how to support the weaknesses and encourage the strengths, and it's that's getting better because before it wasn't that way. Right. It was just you know and now it's there. It's these actually learn. We're both learning. It's not I'm learning, and because of you know things going wrong, and and I. <laughs> You know, it's an active learning lesson together where we're both getting something out of it and we're better afterwards because we're building intimacy through those things. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) Good relationships are fun. (laughs) They are the best. (laughs) Oh, it's so nice to not cry every day. Um. (laughs) Word. I still cry a lot, but not every day. Well, not about my relationship. (laughs) True, true. Just about my career. <laughs> Ditto. 
Ah, career. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know even. I don't know. I'm redefining it every single day. What's a career? <laughs> I, it's not what you make money at. I've learned that. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's just a journey. It's just, yeah, it's just you living your life every day. Yeah. And hopefully doing something you like every day, I think. Yeah, I think that's it. You have to just be content and enjoy what you're doing yeah. at the moment. Yeah, get a little bit better, a <laughs> little bit more advanced in your passions, a little more self-discipline, a little happier. <laughs> yeah, and surrounding yourself with with people that care. Yeah, about and, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. I think people that are on the same path, kind of on this, and you know, that want to work towards the same goals, and mm-hmm. that's helpful. It's that simple, guys. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> Find someone. Yeah, it's all of that. <laughs> You're going in the same direction with. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, there's more Cosmos in the City on the way. But first, we're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. So that does it for our episode recap. Now let's get into some segments. Okay. Okay. Well, first up, good big, bad big. Good big, bad big. Well, what do you think? <sighs> Both. Yeah, I mean, that toothbrush scene yeah. was cute. It was sweet. He did a little dance when he gave it to her. It was playful. Yeah. It was intimate. You know, and the when they were in bed and writing the poem, he was loving and supportive. And then in public, he was, you know, a scared little mouse. Yeah. And... I think he was kind of both. He was back and forth. But if you had to pick one. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, at the end, I feel like he came through. Am I, if I'm remembering that right. Well, I mean, he's like, yes, I will stay with you till the end of the wedding. And then like two <laughs> seconds later, the wedding ends. Right. And you see them like walking off with cake. Yeah. I mean, I he didn't just, know the wedding was ending. True. But I mean, he wasn't going to just leave her there. Right. No, you that know. would have been terrible. <laughs> my God. I guess my expectations are really low. <laughs> but I think she thought that he would have. Yeah. That's too bad. That's not a good place to be. I, I think that if, I mean, the whole point of him going to the wedding was seemed like to watch her do this poem. Mm-hmm. And then he left in the middle of it. Right. To me, that just makes it a bad big right. overall. I, I agree. Because I do think that that was pro- watching her do that poem at a wedding was probably too intimate for him. Mm-hmm. And that was scary. Because like, there's not a call, I think, mo- and, and obviously it showed like later in the episode, it wasn't an emergency. You know, so it's like there's not really a call unless it's an emergency that you have to leave in the middle of. Right. I think he just got a little bit freaked out. You know, I think I think they're scared of intimacy like a lot of people. Probably just like set an alarm and was just like. Right. Or told somebody like, call me in about right. two minutes. <laughs> or oh, just oh, picked up but just and had, an, uh, had a completely imaginary <laughs> phone call with nobody. Yeah. Well, no, it rang. And it's funny because there were these like background like. Oh, oh, how rude. Like oh, uh, right, like I, I heard like one or two of those. Yeah, it definitely ones. should have been on silent. It definitely should have been on silent and he definitely shouldn't have left. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess I guess bad. I mean, 
<laughs> okay, it's up to you. I mean, they'll let me force no, you. No, it's into- true. And it's no, it's it's me struggling with my own like <laughs> how much to expect and what's what's appropriate or like what you know what's too generous. And I think I I always try and I always have. Well, recently in my relationships, I just think, okay, if I would I do this to a friend or not. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how I kind of can get some clarity on it. And if, if I was ever like arguing with Seth or something, I'm like, would you do that to a friend? Would you stay for a friend? Would you, you know, whatever the situation was, I was like, if if, if this, if I were just your friend, you know, <laughs> right. and it's like, because I would expect, I expect at least that. I expect at least friendship. Mm-hmm. And a friend wouldn't walk out in the middle of my no. phone. They just wouldn't. That's not good, being a good friend. And so I'd always be like, you know, I just need you to be a better friend to me. At the bare minimum, just be my friend, you know. And it's like if you're not being a good friend, then you're definitely not going to be a good boyfriend. You're definitely not going to be a good partner, right? So yeah, bad, bad big. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now next, let's choose our hottie of the week. Hottie of the week. <laughs> So, who are we feeling? Um, Samantha. <laughs> so, so we have to pick one of the guys. No. Uh, sometimes we can pick the girls, but we can't pick one of the four girls. Like, mm. sometimes we can pick a woman, but not right. one of the major four girls. Um, so, here are our options. Okay. We have, we have Martin Healy. Oh, boy. Um, who was uh, Charlotte's groomsman uh-huh. of the day. Uh-huh. Jeremy Fields. Yes. Was Love at First Sight guy. Uh-huh. Um, and we have Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the repeat. The repeat. <laughs> tug my hair. Tug my hair. I have to, I have to eliminate repeat because of the tug my hair. Yeah, it's weird. It's known. It's not for me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to say Big. Yeah, we can we can say big. I'm gonna. This will to... be the redemption from the bad big. Yeah, well, because he was when he gave her the toothbrush. It was sex. His little dance was like sexy and it was yeah. cute. And he was like singing, he's like da 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 da. Yeah, and no, yeah, and I love that playfulness. Like that always gets me if a guy's playful. It's just like oh, I don't know why I love that. I love yeah. it when they're free to be playful. I think that's sexy. And and the other ones just kind of ruined it with the their behavior. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So hottie of the week is Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. All right. Now uh, let's talk about some crimes of fashion. Um, our next segment, <laughs> who wore what, why? Who wore what, why? I like that title, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> so what fashion caught your eye this week? I liked what Samantha wore to the wedding. I thought she looked really like glamorous, like Hollywood glamour. Remind me. Um, it was it was strapless and silky. I think now I can't remember. I just remember the overall look. It <laughs> was like her hair was like pushed back like over one ear and she had like long earrings. Yes. It was just very kind of like old mm-hmm. Hollywood glamour, which I liked a lot. Yeah. And I liked Charlotte's silky black dress. I thought it looked comfortable. <laughs> It did. It looked super flowy. Like it just like almost like you weren't, it would probably feel like you weren't wearing anything. Right. Which also might have been like a sexy part. Part of the sexy part. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so we're just talking about the good right now, right? We can talk about it, any of it. Any of it. Okay. Yeah. Because I did not dig what Carrie was wearing to the wedding. It's just not flattering. No. 
It looked like ace bandages, sparkly ace bandages. <laughs> yeah. It was like mummy wear. <laughs> like, I, I love the material of it, but it, just the way it fit her. Yeah, it just smashed down her girls. Yeah. <laughs> In a very, it looked uncomfortable. It looked almost painful. And maybe that was kind of symbolism there. Maybe. Like she had to do a painful thing. Maybe. So we're going to stick her in this. She felt restricted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this painful looking dress. Yeah. Maybe. I did like, I mean, I definitely was digging most of the 90s fashion. It was mm-hmm. fun. You know, a little like sort of crop tops. Like we're just a little bit showing kind of low pants and like a little bit of stomach. You know, Carrie always is rocking that look. Right. Um, obviously, she has such a great little figure, so she can wear those little crop tops. Um, Not in the pregnant episodes. We get to see some more interesting, <laughs> more interesting cover-ups. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But these ones, she was she was rocking the the tummy out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And also, like the color of it. I mean, I w- I don't know that I would wear such a light color to a wedding because it was borderline. It was borderline white. Yeah. It was beige. It was very light beige pink. Yeah. Pink. Yeah. I'm like that's kind of close. <laughs> Maybe also that was like a, a subconscious. Mm. Like I want to get married. Mm. I want this to be. It was long and kind of flowy. It was. It, there was like a like little gauzy. train. Yeah. Gary. Gary. That's a major faux pas. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. It's, it, I mean, I have a hard time believing it's just, it's subconscious. Like, they don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah, my 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 good friend, when I went to her wedding, it was like four years ago, a girl that she didn't even really like to begin with. <laughs> she wasn't even a big fan of, but it was a good friend of hers, you know, his girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, well, I'll invite her because, you know. And she wore a long white strapless dress. What? Yeah. It was, it was, it wasn't like a gown. It was... It was more of a summer dress. It was like eyelet, white eyelet. So it was like cotton, but it was long. No, I know. It was strapless. My friend's dress was strapless, white, like very. And her dress wasn't like a big ball gown, the the bride. It was more of a sleek, form-fitted. Right. And she did. And this girl, this guest in white did things too, or like got up and got too close to the stage during like, like to take pictures, but was basically like on stage, like, please everyone look at me. And it's so obvious. It's just so cringy. But my friend was totally classy about it. Just didn't have her thrown out. I'm, I'm probably going to have like backup dresses for guests. Like, oh, no, no. Here, here. Take just, a backup dress, please. Or just like a The bride demands it. <laughs> yeah. I would just keep like trench coats and like just brown Kind of like Handmaid's Tale brown capes that they have to put on. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's too white. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, now you have to wear this Gandalf the Grey robe. To wear this trash robe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like a birthday cake. Someone bringing our birthday cake with candles to the birthday girl. And it's like, oh, let me help you blow them out. It's like, this is not your special day. Let me help you unwrap the gifts. No, you can't unwrap the gifts. It's not your special day. You can't blow out the candles. You can't unwrap the gifts. not your special day. <laughs> Yeah. It's just an obvious thing. But bachelor parties are fun. Oh, Weddings are fun. It was a blast. <laughs> I was just thinking the other day, like, who do I know that's going to get married soon? Because I really would like to get dressed up and go to a wedding and drink a little bit too much wine and dance. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I don't have anyone right now. We should just like, I mean, aren't there places where you can do that? Like crash a wedding? <laughs> Not crash a wedding, oh. but like. I think they made a whole movie about it. <laughs> yeah, they did. 
They should uh, do a female version of Wedding Crashers. Oh, two girls. That's a good idea. A dynamic comedy duo crashing weddings. Well, it would be Melissa McCarthy yeah. and Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch I that. I, I'd definitely watch that. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy crashing weddings would be hysterical. I guess like bridesmaids was like kind of their version of I love bridesmaids. Oh yeah, it's so good. I love that movie. <laughs> if I'm ever feeling down or sad or on my period, I watch bridesmaids. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Which is it on the Netflix? I have the DVD. Oh, yeah, I don't, the DVD. I don't know where it is, but it's I own be it somewhere on the world. <laughs> it's it's out there somewhere. Yeah. But I'm glad I have my own copy because I watch it <laughs> religiously. <laughs> Once a month. <laughs> so up next, uh, let's discuss some wordplay with pun of the week. Pun of the week. Mm. Did you catch any puns? Okay, I didn't catch any puns, and I love puns. I didn't catch any either. Yeah. There's usually, Carrie usually always makes great puns. I know. I, I feel like this episode was lacking. It was punless. I wrote down something funny that I don't think is a pun. Oh, she was, it was Carrie, Carrie's VO was talking about the wedding. She says, the ceremony was short and sweet, just like the engagement. That's not, it's more witty, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's not a pun. It's clever. But I just, nothing else. I didn't either. I got to the, I, I watched the episode and then I went through the segment questions and I was like, I didn't hear any puns. And I love puns. I would have remembered. I made three puns earlier that day. And I was like, I can't wait for the puns. And then Dang. and then I had to explain to Seth what a pun was. Yeah. I, that, also, I still get a little confused on what that is sometimes. <laughs> and people explain it to me. And I'm like, okay. Last episode, I got it right. The pun I picked was actually a pun. So was I was like, I'm, I'm learning. Yeah. Well, I think it's, yeah, you just kind of have to have that dumb sense of humor. Like, it just has to be part of your brain. Like, that just... It's, I don't know. It's just dumb is what it is. It's just so silly, but I love them. It's like, it gets me. Puns get me every time, right in the funny bone. (laughs) Well, and finally, we've arrived. You're such a... You're such a... So now we get to decide which of the main four characters did you most identify with in this episode. So... (laughs) I pretty clear, and there was a scene where I was like, that's it, that's me. And this is going to be maybe telling about me, but they were walking down the street. I think it was after the wedding. And Carrie was holding four things in her hand. She was holding her clutch, a glass, a cigarette, and a bottle of JB. And I was like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> like, except I'd be holding a bottle of whiskey. Um, but I really identified with. Carrie in not just that scene, but in also the way she um, was thinking so much about the relationship and thinking about the uh, thinking about the signs and thinking about the the relationship and where it was going and where it was at. And I've definitely been there a lot, <laughs> almost too preoccupied with those things. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely saw myself there. And um, you know, I've I've seen myself in that place where she's not that I've ever given a, read a poem at a wedding, but in that where you're doing something but you're so caught up with you're doing something great but but because of your where your my relationship was at it was taking away from this really nice thing you right. know and that bummed me out to see that but 
that's also how we learn, and, and that's also how we get introspective. So yeah, car- definitely Carrie. I've, I mean, there was a couple <laughs> times where where Miranda caught my eye because she was just being really like dark and like pessimistic, which I can do sometimes. But it was Carrie. So you're such a Carrie. Such a Carrie this week. I think this week I'm such a Miranda. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I have been it. there, like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, like, I, I have this friend. We've been kind of like, you know, I think we've been flirting. And now we have this, like, time we're going to spend together. Maybe something will come out of it. Mm-hmm. And then, nope. Then he falls in love with your interior <laughs> decorator. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's just, like, I'm just not the one. You know, wasn't me. And that's what Miranda says. It's just like, why wasn't it me? And I've definitely felt that way before. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's something great here, but why was it her? Mm-hmm. Why wasn't it me? Mm-hmm. And then it's just, you know, he just wasn't that into you. He just wasn't that into you, which is also a great movie. <laughs> yes. I Very underrated. Movie. Have you read the book? No. You got to read the book. Yeah. Like, I love the book because it's not, it's, it's, it's written as like almost like a self-help book. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not. It's an instruction manual. Like this yeah. is how to deal with it if you're dating a guy who's not that into you. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. It's That's more awesome. like people writing questions like, hey, so I have this issue. What mm, should I do? Yeah. And then the book answers it. Yeah. Uh, the movie, they actually was like a storyline. Right, right. But yeah, the book's. Just like a self-help book. Right. It's like, this is how you do it. This is how you get out of these pickles that we find ourselves in. Yeah. It's very helpful. Okay. I I liked it. I'll have to look at it. I mean, I am in in a solid relationship now, but I'll get it. Maybe I'll have advice to share (laughs) for friends. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thanks for having me. This was great. This is so much fun. All right. Excellent Cosmos. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Well, till next time, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I want to thank a few people that make the show possible. John Fredette for the awesome music. Check him out at johnfredette.com. Nicole Rochelle, our amazing guest. Terrence Deutsch, producer. And everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Again, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any thoughts or opinions, I'd love to hear them. Email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. All right. Catch you next week, guys. Cheers. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.